Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Hole in One Show podcast. I am your host, Dave Schultz. We're back. We took a week off. We had a uh, big event at the Fargo Country Club. 125 years this year. Established in 1898. We put on a big gala last Friday night. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, and it was a very busy, very busy week. So wasn't able to get into the saddle here and do a podcast last week. Quick recap of the event. We had a uh, four speakers who joined us. Uh, the first one was Dr. Cal Furco, 98-year-old gentleman. Uh, I've been a member at the Fargo Country Club since 1957. He's our oldest member and longest tenured member. And I tell you what, he is sharp as a tack. Man, we had a lot of fun on stage going back and forth about uh, just the memories of the club and, and a long history. That uh, was the legacy of the club. Next, we had Tom Hoagie. Tom Hoagie came into town, and he was nice enough to be part of the event uh, in our excellence pillar. And we talked about uh, what it's like to win on the PGA Tour and and uh, you know beating the odds of being from Fargo, North Dakota and making the PGA Tour. So it was fun to have Tom there. Third, we had Mr. Rob Eckern, who represents the Eckern Swanson Memorial Collection. Incredible. They had every single major trophy there, and it was really cool to see it up close. And Arnold Palmer's Old Faithful Putter, and that was the tradition pillar. And finally, the vision pillar, we had Kane Hansen, vice president of the board of the FCC, talking about some things we want to get done at the club. So long story short, we didn't have a pod last week. We had a fun celebration at the club, celebrating 125 years. And we closed the golf course since the last podcast. We uh, Two Wednesdays ago, we closed... And that's going to parlay right into our first, uh, our first guest tonight. What we have uh, on the show today is we have uh, Cody Pachinski. He is the golf pro out at Leonard Country Club. Always the first golf course to open. Always the last golf course to close. And we're looking at this. Uh, they're going to be the only game in town here for a while. We've got some mid-50s in the forecast, so we're going to touch on that. In our second segment, we're going to have Alex, uh, or excuse me, Adam Scott. Adam Scott owns Golf Addiction. He's based down in Sioux Falls. And this is also gearing up for his time of year. Golf Addiction and Simulator Golf uh, take center stage here for the next six months. And then and finally, in our last segment, we bring back Casey Crumwoody and we go through Gridiron Golf. I'm still terrible at picking football games, so we're just going to keep going until maybe we get one right. But before we get into our first guest... Get to our first guest. Let's uh, talk about PXG, the the, uh, the sponsor of the show. We're going to have the PXG trivia question to start the second segment. And then also, I'd like to point your attention to 32customs.com. These are custom ferals, North Dakota-born business. No longer do you need to sleep your way through boring old black ferals the end of your club. Get your favorite design, your favorite team, your favorite color, anything to spruce up the end of your club. Go to 32customs.com and enter promo code HIO show to get 25% off. And this is the time of year to work on your clubs, right? This is the time of year to start uh, prettying up your golf clubs. So go to 32customs.com. All right, Cody Plachinski, the golf pro out at Leonard. Welcome to the show, bud. Uh, you are you are center stage. We have a lot of golf yet to play, don't we? We do, yes. And uh, we're still going strong. I mean, the weekdays have been pretty chilly, but uh, the nice thing is we live right on the course here. So kind of leave a note on the door, say, hey, if you're up there and we're not there, we'll run up and check you in. And, yeah, it's it's unbelievable how diehard the golfers are. They're one of a kind. They are. They're a, talk, about, talk about your family and your connection to the club. It's very unique that 
It's a family-owned business. It's a, you know, it's a small North Dakota business, and it's a golf course. That's the coolest story. Go ahead and share a little bit about a ba- uh, the background there. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is our 18th year out here now, and uh, I mean, so I would have been eight years old when we got this place, so pretty much my playground growing up and, you know, getting to meet all sorts of different faces and just learning the ways of golf, really, you know, the, the sure. smack talk, the, <laughs> all that. <laughs> so you do it all out there, right? You guys mow the, you mow the greens, you mow the grass, you blow out the irrigation, you, you do it all. And now what, you know, there's a lot of chores you have to do to close up the golf course for the season. Have you done all that? Like where the, where the flags out of the greens and then you saw this forecast, you put the pins back in. What's the process been like the last couple of weeks? Well, funny you mentioned that my dad and I, the last, I don't know, five, 10 years, we would take out the flag sticks, park the carts, and then we look at the forecast and it's like, all right, bring them all back out, bring the carts back out. So we knew those first few snowstorms hit. We just kind of let, left it be. Yeah, and, uh, it almost it's washed out all the competition. All the other competition was like, we're done. It's over. Season's yeah. over. And now it's going to be 58 next week, and it's just Leonard Country Club. I mean, I, I hope you're charging full boat, man, because – you are the you are the only game in town, and most yeah. of the farmers are out of the field. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it, it's it's nice this time of year too. You know, you get a lot of non-members out there that you know are very nice at you know complimenting the course and yeah. kind of saying, "Oh, it's a hidden gem," and that's always great to hear. Sure, I mean this is not. Yeah, just, I so okay. So what is the plan? I, we have now. I, I'm trying. I want to get people on that tee box. We're going to have 57. This is Monday the th- starting Monday the 13th. 57, 58, 56, 52. I mean, this is this is like June 10th stuff. I mean, this is nice, right? Right. I mean, it's going to be Absolutely. busy, isn't it? And I, yeah, I will say that once we get closer to those dates, the tee times will fill in. So if you're looking to play and get out last couple rounds, look into our website, leonardcc.com, book your tee time and come on out and enjoy. Now, you guys have been part of the Hole in One Show TV show a couple times and went out there and had a qualifier this year. Just a great spot. I told you afterwards we were having some fun at the at the bar in there watching the Vikings, and I'm like, I need to move to Leonard. This is so much fun. Talk about the culture that you guys have created out there. Oh, man, it's amazing. You know, there, there's so many people that come in there and just they say it's just a riot. You know, we, mm-hmm. we have a lot of golfers that don't take it too serious, but, you know, they don't like to lose by any means. But yeah. you get in the clubhouse and it's nonstop chirping back and forth. <laughs> Dice games rolling, poker nights every once in a while. And, it's family. Yeah, it's course. family. Now you, now you yeah, can have your own cart out there, right? People can have their own yep, golf cart. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Now, do you have a lot of yeah, members who are from Fargo? I mean, what's the how long does it take somebody to get from Fargo? Uh, from Fargo, thirty-five minutes, depending on traffic. Could be sooner. Could be more. You know, Papa middle Fe- of summer with pa- Papa pheasant on the way. Yeah, you know, you'll see those every once in a while on your way out. Well, I mean, a deer. Now it's deer opener. Yeah. You grab, oh, you shoot a deer, That's shoot a pheasant, shoot a duck, home. and make a birdie all in one day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a great day. I mean, if that is yeah, not the best possible day you can have. Oh, my gosh. It's There's fantastic. actually a guy right now. He's just outside of our house. He's posted up trying to find a deer right by the course. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so, uh, you know what other aspect that's kind of cool out there? You go play, what is it, the par three right next to the house? What's the par three next to the house? Five or f- six? Hole five. Yeah. Hole five. Hole five. 
that's where you get all your uh, suggestions, correct? Isn't that where the, the mailbox is for all the suggestions? Now, why don't you share yes. the interesting fact of where the suggestion mailbox is? So for those of you who don't know, uh, we have a nice big pond on the right side of five. And as a golf course owner, you hear a lot of suggestions and complaints. So my dad, good eight years ago or so, decided to put a mailbox in the middle of the pond that says complaint box on the side. <laughs> that's always that's always uh, a fan favorite out there <laughs> every single the golf pro or general manager that plays your course is like oh that's a great idea <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, that's the beauty direction. that's the beauty of owning your own course right <laughs> yeah. and believe it or not we have found a couple notes in there <laughs> people so bring in paddle you know the- the, yeah well i suppose in the winter you, you know you might actually get some suggestions that land in the box Oh, yeah. When we open in the springtime, that pond will be frozen over. So you'll have people hitting chip shots, taking videos and putting beer cans in the complaint box. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a nine hole facility. Talk a little bit about the golf course. Um, I mean, it's not your typical flat ground, North Dakota style. It's got some nice rolling hills, uh, small greens. So you, you don't really want to go long or uh, I mean, you don't have much to work with. So if you do hit a green, it's impressive. Uh yeah, my dad. My dad uh, keeps care, uh, good care of the greens, and he's out there every morning mm-hmm. mowing the greens, spraying the greens, and keeps them in fantastic shape. So, if you ask me, one of the best greens in the area for sure, so, for sure. And are there are there some plans? I know you have some land uh, available. Land is in something with lights. Talk about that. So we actually just had a meeting the other day uh, for getting the construction started next spring on the three hole addition. And what it's going to be is a par five. So basically our old driving range, we're going to use that land to make three holes, like a three hole expansion, mm-hmm. similar to what uh, Osgood has. Okay. And yeah, so uh, we'll have a par five, par four, par three, just kind of a start to what is hopefully going to be a back nine in the future. That's great. That's great. Nobody needs a driving range. Just go right to the T, right? <laughs> just do a three hole yeah, loop. Pretty much. Yeah, was, 99% uh, just now I know, jump to the first tee. Right, absolutely. Yeah, go 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 to the clubhouse, get what you need, and go to the first tee. Now, uh, yep. there was talk of lights. Is that still in play? That is something we're still looking into. Kind of just comes down to how much and yeah. a while it'll work out with uh, that area. So, so is there a definitely te- in the still. Cool. Is there a temperature that you'll close, or do you just close when people stop showing up? Pretty much when people stop showing up That's until cool. that the course is covered in snow and unplayable, really. And you just had a tournament? We had a tournament this last Saturday. Uh, yeah, we had 19 teams. We had to get to the point where we couldn't take anymore. <laughs> Will you have another tournament before the end of the year, or are you just going to have open tee? Hey, I mean, if this nice weather keeps up, who knows? Might have to throw a little golf shop credit. Little, yeah, get a little game together, right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past us if we throw something together. The only thing that holds Leonard Country Club back is the actual daylight. It ain't the temperature. If you can, I think I saw a story a couple years ago, you're using like a drill bit, right, to get a tee in the ground. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, one of of the guys came out here and he sent it to Amy, Amy Olson. Yeah. And she even responded to him and she said, yep, she she gets that uh, fall weather in North Dakota. And she thought it was a good idea. That's great. Well, folks, we've got some time left here. It's going to be deer opener. It's going to be in the upper 50s. Head out to Leonard. 
get a deer, get a duck, get a pheasant, make a birdie, have a great time. Cody, thanks for being on the Hole in One Show. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. You got it, man. Talk to you soon. That was fun to have uh, Cody Pachinski on. Great family. Leonard is a vibe. I mean, it is so much fun. Next up, we uh, a guy that's not ex- definitely not that excited about upper 50s, uh, Adam Scott. He owns, it's not the Adam Scott, Adam Scott who owns Golf Addiction. He's out of Sioux Falls, owns the Golf Addiction down in uh, Sioux Falls and Fargo, and they're just getting into their prime time of year. When snow flies, Adam's pretty happy about it. We'll check, check in with him here in the second segment of the Hole in One Show podcast. We'll be right back after this. Any bank can tell you they have a rock-solid commitment to agriculture. Bell can prove it. To this day, every Bell Bank branch is partially built with rocks we've picked from our founder's farm. But our roots in ag have grown more than a few offices. They've shaped who we are and formed our entire approach to banking. Let us prove it to you as you grow your farm and prepare your legacy for the next generation. Bell Bank, committed to ag. Welcome back, everybody, to the Hole in One Show podcast. It was great to have Cody Pachinski on, talk about Leonard Country Club, and that parlays right into right into our PXG trivia for the show. PXG trivia, the winner of this, first to email me, dschultzgolf at gmail.com, D-S-C-H-U-L-T-Z-G-O-L-F at gmail.com, will win a dozen PXG golf balls and a brand-new PXG hat. What year? Was Leonard Country Club established? That is your PXG trivia question. What year was Leonard Country Club established? Now, Adam, you weren't here for the first segment, but our guest was the golf pro at Leonard Country Club, and they're going to stay open for as long as people show up, and it's going to be in the mid to upper 50s in mid-November. Now, you're a guy, I'm sure you don't really like the fact that there's a couple of golf courses still open. I'd like to welcome in Adam Scott, owner of Golf Addiction. Welcome in, bud. Hey, uh, thanks for having me, David. And uh, I am a golf addict, David. Okay, I, right. I just golfed literally a few days ago outdoors in the cold weather, even though I do love indoor golf. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's definitely a, a passion of mine. And, uh, I encourage those that have the, uh, endurance to get out there and play away, baby. That's right. So Adam, uh, your background, where are you from and, and how long have you been a part of golf addiction? Uh, I am uh, from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, I've been a part of golf addiction now just over 10 years. Uh, we've been open at the, uh, location in Sioux Falls, uh, just about nine years here in Fargo. It's very popular. Talk about a virtual golf and the transformation over the 10 years. I mean, you were well ahead of it. I think you're the only one in the market for a long, long time. And now everybody has people have them in their basement and there's other bars popping up. I mean, you started, you started it, man. Uh, well, I would say maybe I was fortunate enough to have a, an addiction problem like anybody, but, uh, <laughs> golf pursued that passion, yeah. uh, and said, you know what, uh, why not give this a shot? It seems like a, a, a viable business product. Uh, and we chased it. And what's really neat about it is the fact that indoor golf right now, or just golf simulator business in this, uh, this nation, is the fastest growing portion of the golf industry uh, from things I've read. Uh, and simulator sales and, and simulator businesses are just popping up everywhere because the technology is phenomenal. And uh, for what we use at, uh, as a product at 
at uh, golf addiction is probably um, what we feel the best in the industry as far as delivering the results and the accuracy that golfers are looking for. And how do you how do you deal with golfers that get in there in a simulator and they hit a bad shot or they do something that really they're, they're like, oh, it's a bad sim. This is terrible technology. This is not, you know, I sure you get some of that. The guys are blaming it on the sim or they're blaming it on the weather like they would outside. But let's talk about the technology that you have in your stores. Absolutely. So we use about golf simulators and you're 100% right. Uh, over the years, that's probably been one of my uh, most <laughs> annoying questions I've been asked. Yeah, but also I am a golf addict and I know a lot of friends that are golf addicts. And when we're outdoors golfing, it's the equipment, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. My equipment, I need to have the newest, latest, greatest driver, the best putter, because it's not me. I'm not missing that shot. It's, <laughs> it's the equipment. And I explained to him, you know what? This technology is pretty proven. Uh, it's been accurate on all of those other good holes, but this one shot once in a while, yeah. uh, you don't maybe feel it's accurate. But I would tell you the, the technology we're using right now has such a good data rate uh, that it shows and, and is proven to show that it is spot on for, for accuracy. Uh, and we've seen it in the industry. The golf industry itself is starting to become a simulator golf world for how they fit clubs to yeah. how they get people playing uh, and, and shaping their shots. It, it, it shows that. It's the, the science behind it, and the technology is there to be able to deliver the, the results right now. Talk about your business. I mean, obviously, I mean, I would think that this time of year is starting to really crank up in your, you, you know, do you, sell, do you sell winter memberships? Do you sell annual memberships? And then uh, finally, what's business like in the summer? Is it pretty quiet, or or, or, or do we have do we have golfers that just play virtual golf? Uh, we do have golfers that just play virtual golf. It's it's actually pretty neat and uh, interesting to see that uh, from my perspective. So uh, one, yes, we are getting extremely busy right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we kick off winter leagues, which is our bread and butter, which we love. It's the camaraderie of golfers coming together to play competitively, but yet uh, have a lot of fun hanging out with friends and family yeah. and doing what they love to do as far as entertainment value would go versus just sitting at a bar. They get to enjoy food. They get to enjoy beverage. They get to enjoy the friendship and the camaraderie and the competitiveness yep. of playing against somebody straight up. And they also get to experience the fact that uh, you're going to have bad shots. You're going to have great shots. You're going to have the fun, random things that get thrown out there, just like you would on a golf course from an experience, yeah. uh, just because you're just sitting there together golfing well, together. I tell you what, as someone who, just like everybody else, it gets really, the winters get long and they, they can be tough mentally and physically. And then also as someone in the golf business, thank you for what you do. I mean, the one thing is you bring golf to everybody. Some in, in a lot of times, people are introduced to the game through your business. And another thing, you give a reason just for that. People getting together in the winter and, and having a good time and have something you know to circle on their calendar once, twice, three times a week, where they get to uh, play their favorite sport and see their favorite people. It's pretty cool. And and you have six sims right in the Fargo location. Uh, we have seven simulators up in Fargo. Okay. Uh, five down in Sioux Falls. Um, and, uh, we fill up on leagues. We do four person scrambles, mm -hmm. uh, which, uh, happen every month from now and through April. That's a and tournament. I mean, you, yeah, <laughs> you get a group of you know, three hours, 28 players put that over a day. That's a, that's a legit golf tournament. 
And we use Golf Genius just like the actual outdoor world uh, would use Golf Genius. It's scored out. It's uh, cash. It's fun camaraderie with your group. But yet you have the other groups playing around you, uh, you know, hooting and chanting, kind of like that master feel of like, oh, my God, we just made that putt. That's cool, yeah. uh, you know, just golfing uh, with your buddies and giving yourself an excuse to get together and enjoy uh, golf as you would every other beautiful summer, spring day uh, in Fargo. Well, um, so it's just a blast to be a part of. And I know your clients they show up hungry, but you know they also show up kind of thirsty. Let's talk about your food and beverage operation uh, there as well. Uh, absolutely. So getting into this world, I was never a chef. I was never uh, thinking I would run a kitchen, uh, but. Uh, when you think of uh, an indoor golf model, um, one, I'm a golfer. I love golfing. Mm-hmm. I love beverages while I golf. And I really enjoy some food to keep me on the right side to, to be able to get my whole self. Shockingly, uh, we've always got along really well. This is just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good mixture of everything. And once in a while, maybe we could gamble on the side, David, you know, just making a fun little cash game. But that's that's the exact same indoors as it is outdoors. And you get that experience at golf addiction year round. So when you talk about summer months, we do dip down and we do have those golfers that golf year round. But it's really neat to be able to get those golfers that maybe can't necessarily walk or enjoy the sun too much or they're elderly. Yeah. And they're, they just get to have coffee and enjoy their rounds in the summer months uh, and, and just really have some fun playing year-round uh, at Golf Addiction while eating food or having your breakfast sandwich or, you know, or one of our great pizza options. So let's talk uh, – let's wrap this up with, you know, how does somebody get in touch with you and uh, get involved in your leagues? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, golfaddiction.biz is our website. Uh, we're an indoor golf center. We're 365 days a year where you can come in and play golf without having weather dictate when you get to play golf. Uh, you still get to have fun. You get to have food. You get to have beverages. You get to have uh, camaraderie and golfing together and that competitive spirits of it. So reach out to us at golfaddiction.biz. You'll see all of our uh, uh, events. Uh, Facebook uh, is where we have a lot of fun with uh, back and forth camaraderie with our customers. Uh, but that are just stop in and see what we're about. If you haven't hit on a golf simulator, uh, you've got to come out and just experience it because the technology is just phenomenal and people that are in the golf world love it. That's great. That's great. Well, uh, Adam, it's good to part you with you. We have a couple of uh, about golf simulators at the Fargo country club as well. So good to see you every uh, winter and spring and appreciate all the, all the assistance on the sim. You know, we're, we don't, we know what we're doing. We're just call Adam. You figure it out for us. So Thanks a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to be, uh, be of help. It's good to see you the last couple of days, and thanks for being on the Hole in One Show podcast. Absolutely. Thanks right. for having me. We'll talk to you soon. Well, folks, that was fun to have Adam on the uh, on the show. Golf Addiction is getting up and going big time for the winter months. Next up, our final segment, it's Gridiron Golf. Casey Crumwoody joins, and we see if we can't make a couple of good picks this week. See you after the break. Golf to me is patience. It's weird to say, but golf is life. It is, it's the ultimate game of life. You know, it's an individual sport. You have to put in a lot of work to get minimally better. That's kind of the beauty of it. You come back to improve. That's why I love golf is just every shot is, is different. That next round, that next shot, you know it could be that start of a story. 
I don't even want to say a game. It's more than a game. Welcome back, everybody, to the Hole in One Show podcast. It was great to have Adam Scott, owner of Golf Addiction, on. Just getting into the busy season for virtual golf. I want to recap the PXG trivia question. What year was Leonard Country Club established? Started as a three-hole facility built by a farmer. How cool is that? But what year was it established? The first one to email me, dschultzgolf at gmail.com. D-S-C-H-U-L-T-Z-G-O-L-F at gmail.com. We'll win a new dozen golf balls from PXG and a brand new PXG hat. Now, we uh, bring in Casey Crumwoody. Casey Crumwoody, the show for Gridiron Golf. Casey, welcome back. We've uh, a couple weeks since we've been together again. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me again. You're uh, undefeated on uh, Nebraska Tire. How, how, how are the Cornhuskers that- doing? Let's talk about your team. Well, they're they're doing okay. I mean, it's they're in a rebuild, right, under a first year coach. Um, that being said, I, I'm seeing some really good things out of them from a, a improvement on fundamental standpoint. Their defense has improved. Um, turnovers still seem to plague this team. It has cost them, uh, I would say, two games thus far, mm-hmm. which is nothing new. But they're sitting. We're we're ten weeks into this thing. We're sitting five and four on the cusp of bowl eligibility, with winnable games. And if okay. as sad as that may be, <laughs> it's a for, for you know, it's a positive for Nebraska fans. So now, here would, we go, man. Three, you, three game season. Are you diehard? Would you go to the bowl game wherever bowl game it is? I, yeah, That's a yes. yeah, I would. Okay. Well, can I? I go? would say when is it going to be? I'd like to go. Absolutely. Well, we got to win one more to to get in there. Well, but. I'm coming over the garage, and we're gonna do all we can. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do all the 12 ounce curls we need to do to get you know Nebraska across the finish line, get a bowl game. Let's let's will these guys into it, man. Because I think I've already got permission from my better half to Ooh. do it. It's been it's been seven or eight years since they've done it. That's another just crazy, crazy, sad footnote. But let's do it. Win one of the <laughs> remaining three, and they're in. Now, Gridiron Golf, uh, folks, if you don't know what that is, this is what it is. We pick three games. We have a birdie pick, an eagle pick, and a double eagle pick. If we get the birdie pick right, we go one under. If we get the birdie pick wrong, we go one over. Eagle pick right, right, we go minus two. Eagle pick wrong, we go plus two, and so on. Through five weeks of Gridiron Golf, uh, I'm in last place. I'm plus 12. So if you want to make some money, just go against what my picks are. Uh, the fans, which we just literally do a coin flip, are also plus 12. I'm literally tied with a coin flip. And then Casey, Casey, congratulations. You're under par. You're minus two. You're, you're saving face here on Gridiron Golf. Like this is actually a segment somebody could watch and learn some football because Casey's on the program. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. Even a blind school finds a nut here and there, Dave. You're like, uh, I think yeah, that's all this is. Yeah, been. Dave. You're, you know, you're terrible. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm glad to be here. All right, so let's get into the picks for this week. What's your birdie pick? So my birdie pick again weekly. I've I've got to pick Nebraska in one of the three slots, mm-hmm. and they they're coming off a loss. They're going to be playing at home to a rather pedestrian Maryland team that's coming to town. Maryland open favored in this game. So Maryland's favored two and a half. They've got a very good quarterback. 
That being said, I'm going Nebraska plus two and a half in my birdie slot. Okay. I'm going to go with TCU in the birdie slot. My team, my alma mater, they're hosting Texas and they're getting 10 points. I'm going Texas minus 10. I'm, I'm over the frogs. It took me to the Fiesta Bowl <laughs> last year in the national championship. It was a great experience. Never happened again. Uh, but uh, it's not a good year for the TCU Horned Frogs. Lost to Texas Tech last week, which really hurts. I went to a Texas Tech game in Lubbock when I was in college. Not fun. No. Not 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 really not a friendly atmosphere. The no. the, the city or the okay, that's what I was gonna ask you. City or surrounding fans or the surrounding too. the surrounding stands. It was like why is I'm like the one purple and all this red raider red. I was like, get me out of here. Anyway, I'm going yeah. uh uh Texas. I'm gonna give the points minus ten for the birdie pick. My eagle pick is gonna be Florida State. Now I've told you this off camera. Florida State has is the only game of team I'm pretty much getting right all season. They're giving uh, mm-hmm. they're they're minus fourteen and a half. Uh, Miami's coming to Tallahassee. I think Florida State's on a on on a road for the national championship. Uh, I am I'm taking Florida State minus fourteen and a half. What's your like eagle? What's your eagle double eagle pick? My eagle pick. I'll just jump right into that. I am going to go with Michigan minus five in this game, David. They're playing Penn State. In Happy Valley, okay? Happy Valley is obviously a tough place to play. One of the great equalizers, in my opinion, for Happy Valley is when you put them in the 11 a.m. Central Time slot, noon out there, and that's what this game is. So Michigan's coming in. When they white it out, when they play at night, mm-hmm. and it's emotionally charged and people have been partying and tailgating all day, I think it's a, a different environment and advantage for Penn State. Because they aren't, I like Michigan at minus five. You like Michigan at minus five? Michigan at minus five. Got it. Eagle pick. Your double eagle pick is? I'm jumping to the Big 12. Uh, Haven't done this much this year, Big 12 picking, but after watching most of the Bedlam game, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, I was very impressed with Oklahoma State's ability to actually play defense. So Oklahoma State is going to, which isn't seemingly that common in the Big 12 this year, outside of – no. Manhattan, Kansas. But anyway, Okie State is traveling to UCF, and Okie State is minus two and a half. I like them to cover just based on that okay. That win last week. All right. Okie State minus two and a half. Got it. My double eagle pick, I'm going back to Happy Valley. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. This is a big swing okay. this week. I need to catch up, right? So I got to go the other way. I have to take Penn State at home plus five, right? Yeah, take Penn State yep. at home plus five. The, the, they 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 know that the signs will be protected. They're not. I don't think they're stealing signs anymore. <laughs> Quite interesting. At least what I read That's is a, that the frogs last year in the Fiesta Bowl, they were tipped off by fellow Big Ten schools. I don't know if it's true, whatever. I, but I it just sounds awesome that they were tipped off by Big Ten schools and they were doing dummy calls to because they knew Michigan was stealing signs. That is the coolest thing TCU maybe has ever done, if that's the real real story. But uh, Michigan's, they, in, some, Michigan's were, in some heat, dude. Michigan is in some heat. They are. And you and I talked a little bit about this off air, and, and it'll be interesting to see if this – there's a lot of hyperbolic headlines and everything involved in it, right? But what's really going to happen? Is it going to be a slap on the wrist for Harbaugh or not? The fact that TCU – 
was playing chess, not checkers with these guys is awesome. Pretty cool. I mean, if that in fact was true, that's awesome. Well, the podcast fact checkers will come out if it's not, but um, I'm going to take, <laughs> I'm going to take Penn state. So we, you and I, we have a big game to watch then yeah. Saturday, right? Um, that's a big game. Yeah. 11 a.m. I told everybody. At, I told everybody at the FCC. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking the weekend off. Like I, I don't have to take PTO. It's just an actual weekend. I'm like. I'm planning not to be here Saturday, Sunday for the first weekend in probably eight months, and I'm going to settle in and watch Michigan at Penn State. Think about our gridiron golf. And what time does Nebraska play? Same time. Same time. Same time slot. Why don't we text each other later in the week and see if if uh, we can do it? I, I suppose let's just see what what transpires for the weekend. Okay, we'll uh, we'll do some coin flips for the fans <clears throat> off camera. Yeah, but I want to tell you, I had two guests on on the show already. One was Cody Pachinski, who uh, <clears throat> family owns <clears throat> Leonard Country Club. Now Leonard is mm-hmm. rocking and rolling. They don't they don't close the golf course. Uh, until people stop showing up and it's going to be man, we have upper 50s early next week and then i had adam scott who owns golf addiction in sioux falls and fargo and he's just getting ready for his busy busy time of the year uh casey do you have any first do you plan on playing any golf between now and the time leonard closes or do you do simulator golf in the winter or do you do golf trips i mean what's your golf habits you know once we kind of shut down for the season yeah, I try to I try to do a little both. I'll play the simulator at, at FCC. We will occasionally maybe play over at Sweet Shots or something like that. Um, first and foremost, before I probably hit a simulator, I'm going to be playing in Arizona here at the end of the month. Okay. So ironically, earlier today I was I was chatting with a friend and we were trying to figure out what like we're going to do two courses, two outings, and which they specifically are is up in the air yet but okay. hopefully that's a late november arizona golf thing for me perfect it's just coming off the hot season down there that's going to be a perfect time to play and it's not you know you're, you don't have all the snowbirds down there yet so you should be able to get on the courses and it's not an easy place to play golf in february march it's busy it's very busy in march i've learned that the hard way but even looking at at fees tea time availability right now for late november earlier december early december yeah is is pretty good so i'm good. optimistic all right well good for how you. about you man you got a you, you got a uh wifey hubby golf trip coming up no my wife's back is out which oh no yeah so we had to uh oh. i want to call it i want to call it a cancel i want to call it a postpone and to postpone the trip okay. we're going to go to monterey california play some golf which we haven't been on a trip or just us two in seven years but uh so yeah we're postponing that so instead of going to Monterey and playing golf, I'm going to go deer hunting in Dawson, which is fine with me. It's going to be <laughs> there. We go. Yeah. In there fact, in fact, I'm taking uh, a go with my dad, uh, Warren, um, and uh, his his whole family. But and we were going to bring our oldest daughter, Palmer, six years old last year, and she she uh, had a cold. But we're bringing Palmer this year, seven year old. So we're I'm bringing my daughter. First That's time, awesome. First time father-daughter hunting. It's going to be cool. I think it was about the same time when I was a kid. I don't know. Did you hunt growing up? I, I did. In fact, we were just waxing nostalgia about this this past weekend, ironically, because I, I hunt in Minnesota for deer, which opened this past weekend. And so my dad and I were able to sit in the stand. on, on It opened Saturday morning. We were able to hunt together Saturday and Sunday. 
and for the Sunday morning stint, I brought Tommy. No, and God. he's five, and it went it went about as well as you can expect if you're having a five year old sit in the stand with you. <laughs> it's enclosed; the stand was, thank goodness. Yeah, uh, lots of like, and he was doing a good job whispering. He was doing a good job with certain things that we prepared him for in a certain way. Yeah. Uh, but, but there were a couple things, you know, he's slamming his, he, we got a little set of binoculars so he can see he's setting them down, which he thinks really gently, gently, yeah. but of course it's slamming down there, nudged each other. Like there's no deer within a mile of the stand, but it was, it was really fun. And, uh, it's all about memories, right? You and yeah, I man, say that. That's great. It's, Three generations in the deer stand. You can't beat that. I bet grandpa was pumped. Yep. Yep. We were, it was a good time. Yeah. If there were, if there were deer walking around, it's probably just a bonus, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Are you doing any more deer hunting coming up? If we can, yeah, we might sneak out. Uh, we go out right by the the lakes area, so you know, 40 minutes uh, east of Fargo, so it's easy right. to get to. I would I would like to get out for a couple more sittings if we can. Yeah, I'm gonna set uh, the rifle. We got busy time of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going next. Yeah, next week. So give it a shot. Hopefully. Good for you guys. Yeah, good. It'll be fun. Tag. So we'll uh, have some fun. Well, buddy, that's it. Oh. Gridiron Golf. What's that? Gridiron Golf in the books. Gridiron One golf. last thing, maybe. Yeah. Question, yeah. question for you. Okay. If we're if we're talking college football, you know, you and I have seen just generally the the evolution of this season play out. As every college football season, certain teams are rising up, certain teams' stock is declining. What's your college football uh, superlative? What are you taking away so far that you've seen? It could be a player, a team. Early on in the year, it was Coach Prime. I think for both you and I, that has faded. Yep. Is there is there something that that is, is resonating with you? Caleb Williams. Okay. Does he have to suit up anymore? I mean, I know he wants to. He was like bawling after the game. I thought that was a really cool moment. I I felt terrible for the kid. Yeah. But you could tell how much it still meant to him. You yeah, know, chapters despite- closing their shortcomings in that game. And, and obviously, yes, it's closing. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. You and I touched on that two weeks ago. I don't know how that's going to go. Mm-hmm. They've got another big game this week against Oregon, I think it is, right? Yeah, I think so. So. I just love yeah, Florida we'll State. I think see. Florida State. I'm, I'm so happy. You know who I'm happy for? I'm happy for such a good dude. Uh, Jeff Colhane. You know, he was at yes. uh, North, North the yes. Voice of the Bison for – uh, a number of years. I mean, I don't know if they, I, I think he won a national championship every single time he was on the mic. I mean, he had a pretty good run, but uh, he is, he is a stroke of luck for any team that he's, he's working on. He's, I think he's only in his second year down there and how much fun. I forgot about that. Yeah, connection. How much fun is, how much fun is that having him calling the seminal games? He's such a good dude too. Well, that's okay. really good. I had really, lack- really, really excellent at his craft. Well, there we go. We got a, a vested interest in FSU Absolutely. beyond gridiron golf. Absolutely. All right, I got mine real quick. I know we want to wrap. It's it's almost becoming clockwork here, but I don't see any re- I don't see any way November twenty fourth, Michigan versus Ohio State doesn't have direct playoff implications. Sure. Similarly, a week later, December second. There's nothing to suggest it isn't going to be Bama and, and Georgia in the SEC title. 
it's kind of like, okay, every year we're coming down to the wire with these, these four teams, maybe less Clemson and Oklahoma this year. Notre Dame's not in it. It's the same four TCU teams. TCU was a little bit of an outlier, but it's like, here we go again. Yep. You know, the, the, yep. the year changes, but the, the same teams are going to be Again, that's why I kind of like Florida State. You know, when we grew up, Bobby Bowden. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, it was nostalgic seeing the, you know, the, the spears on the helmets and Florida State, Florida. I don't, I don't know. Who did mm-hmm. you used to root for in those games? I kind of was Florida State forever when I was a little kid. Then I kind of tr- changed to Florida. Hey, you were nothing but the Huskers. I got you. Yeah, that's when the Huskers, <laughs> yeah, were, in the, the Huskers, were, in the, yeah. the Huskers were in the conversation. Then I got you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Florida schools, they were always they were always the uh, kryptonite, right? Because yeah. pick your year, one of them was going to be in the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, shoot, I think. 93 was Charlie Ward in Florida State. Go no. 94 was Miami. And then 95 was Florida. So literally all three, yep. the Huskers played them in national title games, you know? Good stuff. So. Well, thanks for being on, man. Week six. Let's see if, thanks for uh, having me, Dave. Let's see if I can. Are we, we're not pressing this week, so we're just doing a normal week. Uh, hopefully we can get three, three right. And I've got a, I got a flipper on you. It's the, it's the, if Penn State, if Penn State, can uh, can get this pick? I'll be able to catch up to you a little bit. Is that that'd yep, be a exactly. six point you got it flip? For double eagle. That'd be a six point flip. Oh, you got a two point. I got a three point. It'd be a five point flip. So we'll see. Yep. All right, man. Thanks for being on the show. We'll see. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You got Have it. A good rest of the week. We'll talk soon. You bet. Well, folks, that was a fun one. It was fun to have uh, Cody Pachinski, Adam Scott. And Casey Crumwoody on the Hole in One Show podcast. Thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>